Close your eyes and bring your attention to your body. Relax the muscles in your face, jaw, and head. Relax your neck, shoulders, upper arms, forearms, hands, and fingers. Relax every muscle in your chest, stomach, hips, and seat. Now your thighs, calves, feet, and toes. Lean your torso slightly from front to back and side to side until you are resting in a comfortable posture where you feel centered, balanced, and relaxed. Now bring your attention to your breath. Inhale deeply. Hold for two seconds. Now breathe out all the tension, stress, or negativity in your body. One more time. Breathe in deeply. Hold. Exhale all remaining tension. As your breathing returns to normal, gently turn your thoughts to the Sermon on the Mount. This famous passage of scripture is, to our knowledge, the first sermon that Christ preached to his disciples, and he repeated it almost verbatim to the Nephites during his brief visit to the Americas, so we know these teachings are important. After teaching the sermon to the Nephites, Christ invited his listeners, Go ye unto your homes, and ponder upon the things which I have said, and ask of the Father, in my name, that ye may understand. This five-part series of meditations on the Sermon on the Mount seeks to help you do just that. Take a moment before we start and say a prayer that as you spend time pondering Christ's teachings, you will understand his words and be open to any revelation that may come to you through them. Several principles taught during this sermon have to do with prayer. We have already pondered some of these in the previous meditations on this Sermon on the Mount series, but repetition is a law of learning and can expand or intensify the meaning of an idea. As I read these passages, ponder what they teach you about prayer. First, a directive. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. 
Second, an opportunity to ponder your intentions. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Next, a lesson about aligning our will with God's, which is one of the purposes of prayer. It's good to do good, but this passage teaches that it is better to do the good that the Lord wants you to do. He explained that not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I say unto them, Ye never knew me. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Finally, a template. Christ said, After this manner, therefore, pray ye. 
Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. When you are ready, take a final deep breath and slowly turn your awareness back to your body. As you open your eyes and return to your surroundings, take a moment to jot down any thoughts, promptings, or questions that came to mind while you were pondering. And if necessary, make a plan to act on those things. <laughs>